Alright, we're back. It's not my weekend podcast episode 28, the final episode of 2020. And good riddance, right? Good riddance a la verge. 2020, por favor. The sooner, the late, the better. This is Monday, uh, December 27th, I believe, is a date or 28th. One of these two. I'm losing track now again. But uh, it's Monday evening, uh, watching this whack-ass Monday night football game. I'm over football, bro. By the way, I'm over it. I'm done. I can't even look at I'm nauseous, ahorita. Nauseous from football, fool. Sick. Sick, fool. I can't. I can't right now, dog. I can't with, I can't with football right now, bro. Listen, man. As you guys know, I was in four, four uh, fantasy football leagues, right? Yo le echo ganas, way. I get into it, fool. I'm dedicated to my leagues, bro. I pay attention. I want to win. I'm in it, fool. And out of the four leagues, two, I didn't make the playoffs. And two, I was knocked out of the first round, all right? I, in the playoffs. I got, okay, it hurt. It hurt. It sucks. I got over it. The only reason I got over it was because I'm in this other survivor pool. I'm in a survivor pool where you pay $100, right? And then a hundred it's over 150 people in this in this survival pool, bro. So 150 times $100, whatever that is, fool, that's a lot of I don't know how much that is. That's a lot of money. 50, 150 times $100. All right? That's the pot. Okay? All right, did I set up the scenario for you guys? Let me tell you what the fuck happened to me, dude. I know there's ladies listening out here, so let me explain. Football, it's a sport, right, where two teams come together, right, and they wear helmets and, and pads and they hit each other. Okay, well, maybe I don't have to go that far back. I know, there's, I know there's girls listening, though. But listen, Survivor, it's a thing where, like, you, um, you pick a winner, all right, a winning one winner. All you got to do from all the games that week, you have to pick just one win. You just got to get one game correct. Just got to get one game right. That's all you got. That's your job. All right. That's why it's called Survivor. If you if you mess that up, okay, yeah, well, you get one strike. They can perder una vez. They let you slide once, but a second time you're done. Okay. All right. So, 150 people died. Okay, a hundred dollars. I'm in, fool. Well, I, I don't know the math, fool, but that's a lot of money. I'm thinking, what's that? Is that fifteen thousand dollars, fool? I don't know, but it's a lot. Okay, so okay, where was I? All right, so survivor pool. Right, the catch is that you can't pick the same team twice, right? So once you pick that team, you can't choose. You can't pick that team again, right? So that's the catch and survivor. So week one. You know, you pick your game, you look at the game, you pick the team, and if that team wins, you advance to the next week, week two, week three. And for people who don't know, there's 17 total weeks in the NFL season, okay? 17 total weeks. We're entering week 17 this weekend, okay? Now, so you get one strike, all right? You, You get to miss one time, okay? So week one, I survive, I move on. Week two, I survive. Week three, I survive. Week four, I survive. I'm doing great, ladies and gentlemen, okay? What's my secret? Uh, here's my. Here's how I play. When pe- where people mess up is that they try and save the power teams 
to later. There is no later, fool. If you mess up in the beginning, that's it. You got a strike, and you're now you're playing for your actual survivor survival. I stick to the best teams up front, and then as obviously as the season goes, better teams will rise, and you'll know which teams are doing really good and which teams are doing really bad. Right. So you start with the easy. You take the easy win in the beginning, ladies and gentlemen. Do not hold off the Chiefs to like. Don't do not try and save the Kansas City Chiefs to week four, five, or six. And it's not. That's not gonna do anything for you, dog. You're not gonna get that far trying to save that team for later. All right. I chose Kansas City Chiefs week one for easy victory. Chingas madre way. And I chose. The other good team, whatever I forget, dog. No me acuerdo quién escogí, but at the time, you know, at the time, Kansas City Chiefs for sure, right? And then I don't know, I don't know what took to to me. This was a long time ago. But the point is, here's my point. The point is that entering week 15, I still had zero strikes, fool. Zero strikes, and only 12 people left. Only 12 people left out of the 150-something, 156 to be exact. All right? There's only 12 people left, some with a strike. So once some holding on to dear life and a few others, like myself, with no strikes. Going into week 15, fool. All I had to do was get right. All I had to do was get week 15 correct, and I'm, out of, I'm for sure going into week 17 to play for the for the main fucking pot, right? Okay. Week 15 comes. Jerry G has 16. I mean, Jerry G has no strikes. I choose the Rams. I still hadn't used the Rams. Why? Because the Rams have not been that great this season. They've been inconsistent. Stay away from inconsistent teams, ladies and gentlemen. But... I have I, look. I, I, I. It's not about. I, I didn't double guess myself. I, if I if I go back, if I, to going back again, if I had another chance to re re pick that week, I would still pick the Rams because the Rams were seventeen point favorites, eighty two percent chance of winning, eighty two. The next game possible was like a sixty something percent chance of winning. I was taking a team that was 82% chance of winning, fool. The fucking LA Rams. All right? And you may ask yourself, why haven't you taken the Rams up at this point? Because they're not that great. I don't that I don't believe in these fuckers, but they were playing the Jets. And yes, the Jets were starting to scare me because they were coming close to winning several weeks. But I thought, okay, by now, yeah, they still have a chance to win one game. They have three more chances to win a game so they because they haven't won a game all season. La- girls, ladies who are listening, the Jets are the worst team in football. They haven't won a game all year. They were 0 and 13. 0 and 13 going into their 14th game. And at this point, you're like they're they're, they're they've checked out, fool. They've checked out. They're not going to... Again, they may win a game, but this is not the game they're going to win. This is how I saw it. Okay? They may win game the week after, the next week and the week after that, but they're not going to win this game. Okay? Not 
being 17 points. This is a very important game for the Rams, ladies and gentlemen. The Rams need this win to stay in playoff contention. I mean, this is a playoff game for the Rams, basically, fool. And they're going up against one of the worst teams in football. Literally, the worst team in football at 0 and 13 wins. I don't know how much to emphasize this to you girls. Okay. You would think, right? You would think, hey, anybody, anybody would choose the Rams, fool. I chose the Rams. And those sons of bitches. Those sons of bitches. And I know this is a kid's show. I don't want to say too many bad words. These sons of bitches lose the fucking game, dog. They lose the fucking game, bro. All right? And I shook it off. And I shook it off. And I shook it off because I said, I'm still alive. I got two weeks. I got... Okay, now I got week 16 and week 17. I have to win week 16 to get into week 17. All I need is to get to week 17 and anything can happen. It's anybody's game. I shook it off because I said, hey, I can't double, I can't second guess my, my pick. I was going to pick the Rams 10 out of 10 times in this scenario with the options that I had available in front of me and the games that I had available in front of me, the Rams, I was going to choose the Rams 10 out of 100 out of 100 times. So I couldn't, I couldn't blame myself. I could not blame myself for this. So I shook it off and I said, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I live to see another day. I live to see another day. Okay? So now I got one strike. Going into week 16. Okay. Now, this one I'm a little bit more embarrassed about, ladies and gentlemen. I am. I'm a little bit more embarrassed. Okay. This one, I blame myself. I want to put that out there. There's no one else to blame but me. Okay. My options were take the Bears over Jacksonville or... Who the fuck did the Jets beat this week? <laughs> I took the fucking... I took the opponent of the Jets again. Who did they beat? Ah, man, I'm even... <sighs> Pinche. Ah, wey. Quien era, wey? Ah, chinga. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. A real big blank here. Uh, not Tennessee. Because Tennessee was my other option, but they had a tough matchup. Um... Damn it, dog. Oh, my God. It's killing me now, fool. All right, hold on. I'm, I'm still here. Let me see here. I'm still here. I'm going to have to look this up. The thing is that I, I get on airplane mode when I'm on my phone, so I don't know my fucking thing is going to work. Oh, yeah, it's working. Okay. Those browns, those pinches Cleveland browns, wait. Those sons of bitches, fool. The Cleveland... Again, same scenario, but this time I blame myself because... I slept in. I've been sleeping in on Sundays, fool. Because I don't like to wake up. This is what happens, ladies and gentlemen. Because of fantasy football, I hate waking up at 9 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. And then I start second-guessing myself on all my on my roster. On my, should I bench this guy? Am I, I, start re I start reading too much leading up to uh, kickoff at 10 o'clock in the morning, LA time, the games. I'm reading everything. I'm looking at everything. And I start to second guess myself. And I hate second guessing myself. I hate that I go against what I my gut sometimes. 
Because I read a specific article or line or injury or weather. And then, oh, no, no, oh, my God, it's, the, the, the winds are gusting at 23 miles an hour. That can't be good for the fucking Redskins. Oh, no, I can't. I, I can't do that. I hate doing that. I do that. When I wake up at night, I'm stressed. But my blood pressure is through the roof at 9.45 on a Sunday morning way. So I said, for, I've, I've been doing this lately. Like the last, uh, since last season, I started doing this. And I, I'm, I'm regretting it now. I sleep in on Sunday. I, I make I Saturday night. Me pongo, me pongo. Uh, you know, I eat my my final pick food, my final answer. You know, rest in peace, Regis Fieldman. Right, I do my final answer Saturday night, like at eleven midnight, fool. Okay, this is what I'm going with. This is my lock. This is my who. This is who I'm benching. This is who I'm starting. This is the team I'm taking. This is my survivor pick. Like one, it's like one final look at the at the spreads, at the lines, at the injury report. One final look at around 11, 11.30 on Saturday night. That's it. That's it. Done. That's it. Done. I'm not gonna look look into that shit. I'm not opening ESPN no more. I gotta rest. I gotta. I no no puedo dormir, way. So then. So what I'm doing is I, I wake up intentionally. I wake up around 9.30 and I say, fuck that, not yet. I'm going to go back to sleep. And I wake up around 10.15, fool. Once the games have started, that's when I get up, fool. I get up. I don't even look at the scores. I don't look at my phone. I get up. I shower. I brush my teeth. I get my coffee. Me relajo, way. And I'm in front of the front of the, the TV by like 10.45, 11 o'clock, fool. Ya todo ya calmado, way. Yeah, yeah, all right. I took time for myself, right? I, I did some me time first, right? Then finally get up, then I get my phone and I start looking at the scores, all right? They're not always great, of course. Not everything's going great. It's early though. Of course, sure enough, the fucking, the pinches Browns, they're down 10 nothing to the Jets. I said, it's early. It's early. It's second quarter, start of the second quarter. And they, the Browns know that this is a must win for them. They need to win this game. They're not having clips to playoff yet. They have to win. Also, the Jets already won their game for the season. They already they already played their Super Bowl last week against the Rams. They already won a game. Ya no tienen que ganar más partidos, wey. They're fine. They're good. They can tank the rest of the games. And they said, hey, at least we won a game. That's how I saw it, fool. A, a team that went 0-13 all season long, fool. Do you think they're going to win back-to-back games? Do you think they're going to win two in a row? Come on. No, fool. No, that's my mentality. That's what I said, dog. But what happens? What happens? Of course, the fourth quarter, great. Oh, my God. I'm itching and clawing and scratching and sweating. And oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. My fucking... my. My heart's pounding, my blood pressure's fucking skyrocketing, fool. No mames, way. The game's intense, and of course, they fucking lose. The pinche, el otro pendejo, Mayfield, Baker Mayfield, fool, fumbles the ball, la chingada. And they lose the game. And I, that's it. Just like that. Just like that. I lost two weeks in a row, 15 and 16, fool. Just like that. Make do the math. One hundred dollars times one hundred and fifty people. Uh, it might get split up by a few people at the end of at the end of week seventeen because some people are still alive. But más o menos, unos at least five hundred bucks minimum, minimum, full, minimum. 
No, I'm sorry, not 500 bucks. At least $2,000 minimum. Minimum. It's about a $15,000 pot, ladies and gentlemen. $15,000. I don't care how rich you are. I don't care who you voted for. I don't care how many red pills you're swallowing right now. $15,000 is fucking good money, dog. Anywhere in that vicinity is good money, fool. Anyways, that fucked me up, bro. Oh, my God. After that Browns game, watching football the rest of the day just made me want to gag, fool. It's... What's the score? How's it... Fuck football right now, dog. Me traicionó, güey. Uh, I am uh, what I'm saying. Uh, I'm a little bit more embarrassed about that pick is because I could have taken the Bears, and it was between the Bears and the Browns. But I just didn't. I, I it, it came down to do I trust Baker Mayfield and the running game and being at home and all that against the Jets who already won a game who I don't think they're gonna win a game again. Or the Bears, who again they're they're coming out strong. They've been they've won like three in a row. Their offense is looking better, but still Trubisky, fool. You want to put my survivor life, my survival pool life on Mitchell Trubisky? I couldn't do it. I couldn't pull the trigger on Mitchell Trubisky. Sue me, sue me, guys. But of course the Bears blow away the fucking. The Jaguars are 48, no se que, güey, at, at 16, 17. Oh, oh my, that arm um, down was the one that was killing me, killing me because it was literally between those two teams. Almost flipping a coin. And I said, nah, fool, I'm going to go with Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, El Pinche Landry was playing great, which, by the way, he didn't even show up to the fucking game, bro, which I didn't know this, of course. This was last-minute game-time decision that... So they had travel issues. The wide receivers couldn't make it to the game. No mames, way. No mames, way. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I turned anybody off. But this is this was very intense for me. This was a, I'm, I just spent 18 minutes on this bullshit. And I apologize for that. I apologize for that. But I had to get this off my chest. And that's how I spent my Christmas. And that was my Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. And... Uh, you know, it's funny. I don't let my family know. I don't let nobody. I don't let my kids know. You know, I let a little F-bombs here and a little F-words this, but it's not their bed away. It's not. I don't like getting. I don't like stressing other people out over my shit, over the shit that I get myself in. I don't. Um, I don't let my family. My family doesn't even watch sports. So I'm at, the, I'm at their house in Ontario and I'm watching these games and I'm just like. Come on, get this. No, 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 está bueno el partido, está bueno, está bueno el partido. ¿Qué pasó? ¿Qué? No, no. ¿Quieres comer? Ah, sí, sí, sí. O le, le vamos a la tienda. Ya, 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 vamos. I don't like to be that guy that... Espérase, déjame, espérame, espérame. Don't move, don't talk, quiet, everybody. I'm not that guy, fool. That's, that's stupid. I'm just the guy who in, inside I'm dying. Inside I'm just like, oh my God, am I going to pay the rent? Nah, it's not that serious. But, you know, like, oh, I'm not going to show that. That because I don't like to stress, so I feel like I give stress to other people, and that's not cool. That's not cool either, dog. So, my kids tampoco. I don't like to stress them. My kids stress out for me, fool. When they would find out about these bets or things like that, they stress out for me, fool, and I don't like that feeling I give them. You know, especially Adrian, he's a worrier. He worries, fool. And I can't. So, I'm always, you know, I let them know after the fact, like a few days later. 
after the fact, like I did tell him about the Jets and the Rams thing because he's a Rams fan, for he's a hardcore Rams fan. So he was upset about the Rams losing. I was upset about the fuck just happened with my pool. And so, you know, a few days later, I just told him, man, that Rams game, man, that one hurt. And he's like, yeah, Poppy, that, that one hurt, man. That sucks, man. We might not make the playoffs. Yeah, and um, that shit cost me my survivor pool, bro. And uh, um, But I'll be all right. I'll be all right. And, uh, yeah, that's how it on way. That's, that's gambling for me now, though. And it's okay. I don't gamble a lot. I gamble here and there. But that's just a pool. That's it's, I pay 100 bucks at the beginning of the season. And look, look, these 100 bucks, you know, they lasted me 16 weeks. These fucking 100 bucks. So, come on. Right? That's good investment right there. 100 bucks to win 15,000? Come on. Come on. This is the thing, I know what I'm doing. I know, I get it. I know. I'm not some dumb nut idiot that just gets lucky and shit. No, I actually pay attention and read the stats and read the injury reports. I pay attention, the matchups. And that sometimes that does cost you too. I, mean, I think sometimes you overthink shit. I, and it happens when we in fantasy football. You, I overthink it, you know. But there's an old saying in fantasy football for those of you who know. If you drafted him, you start him. Like, if you drafted him high, you start him. If you're picking up a fool from the wire, you you don't have to be as loyal to that motherfucker as a fool you drafted. That's kind of like a rule for me. Anyways, I'm, I'm saying too much. Ladies, I'm sorry. I know that WAP is drying up, and I apologize for that. Okay? Let's come back strong. Got a couple more shit to share before we finish off this year in this in this uh and this podcast season all right love you guys uh no i'm not no, i'm not i'm not leaving let's take a break let's take a break we'll be back all right thank you for letting me get that out of my system yeah it was a rough uh nfl year man it was a rough uh football season but it is what it is it is what it is you got your ups you got your downs pero is that with max here <laughs> Uh, other than that, man, I've just been pretty much in chill mode. I hope you guys had a great Christmas, man. I know it was a little awkward. It was a little different, a little weird. It hit a little different. But uh, at the end of the day, man, I hope you guys have your health, your family, and everybody. That's the deal. My mama is doing great. My daddy's doing great. They're, you know, and my rest of my family. You know, I went around. Uh, the, the Rona hit the family. And uh, mama got it. My dad got it. My mama got it really bad for a few days. I, I actually didn't want to tell anybody anything. Um, but she didn't get it from me. She didn't get it from me. Uh, I think she got it from outdoor church services. Yeah. I've been mean, going to church. Uh, yeah, and outside services. And uh, I think she might have got it from there. I hadn't seen my mom. I, I got the Rona on November 15th. And I hadn't seen her for a few days before that, so it was like November 10th. That's the last time I saw her. And I got the Rona. I didn't see her for Thanksgiving. Uh, I didn't see her for my dad's birthday, which was December 18th. And I, I first time I saw my mama was like December 22nd, a few days before uh, Christmas. So, and that's after I got a couple negatives in me. So then I got a couple negative results, and uh, finally thought I was I could go see her. I missed the shit of her. I talked to her like almost every other day. Uh, and then my mom got her sometime in early December, right after Thanksgiving, actually. She said she felt really bad, and, you know, it was it, it was iffy, touch and go there, here and there, ladies and gentlemen. And But 
again, I don't want to tell nobody. I didn't even tell Jesus or my roommates or my anybody. Uh, I I was just kind of dealing with that on my own. I don't like to, you know, obviously bring that out there because my job is to try to make people laugh and be funny and be the reason you forget about shit that's going on in life. And I don't want to be like, well, guess what, guys? My mom is not feeling good either. I don't want to be that guy. Uh, but, you know, uh, yeah, for like three, four days, she said uh, she felt really, really bad. And uh, we didn't take her to the hospital. That was during the time after the Thanksgiving uh, when that she started hitting again. What is that called? Boom, whatever. And uh, the second outbreak, basically. And she was really worried. My mom was just very, very scared of going to the hospital. She's scared about, she thinks she's get, she, if she goes there, she's not coming out, right? So she's in that mentality. And so we just, uh, so she herself started taking all these pills, all these medicines, all these teas that people were sending her and telling her and herself that she knows. And todos los días que, que pinche te de esto y que te de eso y un té y en des y medicinas and XL3s and, uh, she's, She's on it, dude. She was on it, taking everything she could get her hands on that she believes in. And so, but yeah, she said she had really trouble. Uh, but obviously, she was in talks with her with the hot with her doctor. So she has a personal doctor, obviously, that she deals with because of her diabetes and all that shit, and her bad pancreas. And so, obviously, they're in constant communication with the doctor. And the doctor was like, you know, call nine one one when you just not can't take it anymore, but. I suggest you just, you know, lay low and this and that. And he's just giving her advice on what to do, what to, what to do, I guess. My sister's talking to the doctor and, uh, virtual shit, you know, so like FaceTiming. Um, so that helped. And then, so, but yeah, there was like three days there early December, I want to say maybe mid December, maybe December 10th, 11th, 12th, what I, where it was touch and go there. And, uh, where she said she had trouble breathing. She, she said she was, uh, showering and she felt like she was gonna pass out and she couldn't sleep at all and fevers and and yeah my you know everybody was in constant communication and shit and obviously i was still you know recovering from issue i couldn't go see her and um but that's how you she's fine dude she's she's looking great she's uh took her to fucking ross yesterday she's like uh i was over there in east valley eastvale near which is near ontario which didn't seem like that. I don't seem right. Each and them in a shopping center like that next to a Target. Damn, I don't know about that. But there's a, it's a new shopping center. So I go, well, maybe, maybe. Ah, ah. So I have to chance it. It's H and M, dog. So uh, I took her, and it was a TJ Maxx full. <laughs> and she's still like, "Esa es no la tienda que te gusta. Esa TJ la la Max la la M la esa de la M." And she más a esa más a esa 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 buena esa esa buena. We ended up going to TJ Maxx. But, uh, yeah, she hadn't been out for a while. So let's check it out and do that. Uh, we got to see Soul. I saw the movie Soul. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I give it like a, uh, 
almost like an eight, no more than eight, seven point five to an eight. Uh, I love the casting. It's a cool story. It's just uh, it's a little all over the place, right? It's a little bit of everywhere, right? It's a little bit of all over the place. Uh, the guy who's pounding the the the, the souls, the, the the trainees, the mentors, the babies, the souls. The real world, the not real world, the in between world, the the hippies that talk to the souls. Uh, it's just a little bit like a lot going on. Like what's going on, dog? You know, like it's cute, but I saw with my six year old son Nicolas, and he was lost most of the movie. So I had to like explain what I thought was going on. And so. And the ending, I expected more from you, Pixar. I expected more from Pixar on that ending. Uh, for him to just get another chance at life and to live it better? Like, really? Really, Pixar? You're going soft on me, guys. You're going soft on me. Come on. I mean, what happened to Inside Out, dog? You know, what happened to Up, fool? The motherfucker's house gets destroyed, dog. You know? Fucking Coco, fool. Like, you gotta go hard, fool. And Pixar usually does. They don't let you down. And, uh, I don't know. Even Onward. Onward, which is not a very good movie, but the, the ending of that movie is great. Great ending. Great payoff for a subpar movie. Um, but other than that, I don't want to even hate on it because I really enjoyed Jamie Foxx. I thought he did a great job. I really liked that character. He was a cool character. The soul guy. I liked his passion. He reminded me of me, dog. You know, I worked with kids for a lot of years of my life. I worked with children. And the more I got into comedy, the more I realized I don't want to get stuck working with kids. I got to make it in comedy because that's where my real passion is. I love kids. I love working with kids. I love everything about this job, but it's not my passion, dog. It's not. You know, I, it's still a job for me. I love making a difference, and I love I love all that shit. I love kids. I, I just do. But that's not something I want to grow old doing. Right? And so when I started doing comedy, I started like, like, you know, like, and I'm really good at working with kids. I'm really good at it. Like, uh, because I'm just, I really like it. I enjoy it. So I let your guy away. So my jobs where I was like, offer me like management, supervisor positions, you know, full-time positions, y la chingada. And, uh, and at first I was like, yeah, 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 that sounds dope. I'm down with that. But as comedy started taking off on me, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I'm not down. Like, no, I felt like once I go to full-time with these fools, uh, that's it for comedy, dog. And that's what the, that's what I did connect with that movie with Jamie Foxx. Well, that's how you felt, dog. Like when they offered him the full time teaching position, he's like, "Whoa, what about music?" That's exactly how it felt. That one hit different for sure. Um, so it, it was cool. That that was cool. I guess just because I personally connected, basically, right? And I think a lot of other people kind of, kind of would feel that if you've been in that situation. Um. Uh. Tina Fey, I'm a huge fan of Tina Fey, dog. I think she's brilliant. But again, as being the you know the sidekick character, eh, I, I I'm expecting Olaf, bro. You know, fucking funny, bro. Like funny shit. Uh, you know, a pinch, even Dory from Finding Nemo, like funny, funny shit. 
but still being a, a a crucial, you know, part of the movie. Um, she didn't do that for me, dog. She didn't. She was just there, dog. She was like, and I didn't get her. I didn't get her either. Like, what the fuck were you looking for? Like, and then the lollipop made an impression on her. The feather. I get. They, of course, that's gonna make an impression on you. You've never been to Earth, but she never wanted to give Earth a chance ever. So like, why? Like. I don't get it. Like, I don't know. She was there for a long time. And she, what, so who does she represent? Like, who does she, who, who does, what does she represent? Does she represent a baby who was never born? Or a baby who, a couple who's trying to have a baby and they, I don't know, I don't know what the hell that character represented in life. I don't know. Like, she was just there, dog. Just there. And refusing to go to Earth. And then why? Like I, I, there was a line where she did say where I did, it did hit where she said, "I, I don't want to go to Earth because I don't want to just die. Like if I go to Earth, that means I'm gonna die. If I stay here, I don't die. I got that, cool. But that's other than that, like she's just there. Like she's not really living because she's reliving, re, re, uh, living the same thing over and over and over for millions of years or whatever time she's there. I don't know. I'm overthinking it. I'm overthinking it, dog. I guess. It's a kid's movie. But again, it's a kid's movie and it's still very confusing for being a kid's movie. So, because I already thought it was going to be better than Coco. Like, I mean, that was a hype, right? And I love Coco, bro. Coco, Coco is a great movie. And I guess maybe because, you know, the Mexican thing, I relate. You know, I relate to it more. But it's still, I love how, I, I always wondered that as a kid. I always wondered what happens when people stop remembering you. Right, when, when like a, a a person who died two hundred years ago, who's who's um remembering that person that life that died two hundred years ago, right? Like who keeping that person's memory alive? And if they don't keep that person, I always thought that when I was younger, and not when I was a kid, but you know, in my twenties and shit, you start thinking about life a little bit more. I would go to a cemetery, or when somebody would pass away, and I'd be like, and who's gonna keep this person's memory alive? I would think, right? So. You know, I don't know. So and and Coco kind of hit that on. They were on point. They were on point with that for me, and that's why I just connected to that movie so much. Made so much sense. Uh, but so it didn't. Uh, and then I don't just. I expected it to be a little bit funnier. It wasn't that funny. Uh, those all those Jerry's. Thank you for the shout out. I love. I love the name dropping of all the guys, all the Jerry's who work up there. They're all named Jerry. Again, that, even though I appreciated they were named Jerry, I didn't get it. I didn't get, like, why are you all named Jerry? And what the fuck exactly are you guys doing here? Who are you? What is this? And, uh, I don't know. And the souls who are going up to heaven or to the light, you would think there would be more than just that guy, you know, fighting back about it or being hesitant about going towards the light. Why is it only him? I would think other people would too, like especially younger souls, like the fucking fifteen year old, twenty year old souls, be like, "Yo, I'm dead. What do you mean I'm dead? I'm not done. I'm a kid. I'm young." I don't know, man. Only he's the one that like fought back and uh, re resisted. He's the only one that resisted. I don't. Okay, I get. I get. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll back up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know. Other than that, it was, all, it was pretty good. I saw Wonder Woman. Yes. Yes. That movie was two hours and 30 minutes. 
it was two hours too long and is ladies i get it you're powerful you're strong I, I i'm not saying you're no one's saying you're not it two hours and 30 minutes of film does not need you don't need a two hour and 30 minute film to convince us um that, by the way she's oh smoking hot on the woman that oof smoking hot that lady man oh my I can watch her for another two and a half hours. Yes. Um, but the movie itself, unless you're, I guess, uh, you're a nerd geek, which I, I'm want, I'm a wannabe, I'm a poser. I'm trying to be one. I just don't have that kind of brain. Uh, I wish I was, but I'm not. I guess only they would really understand what's going on. And I, w- I would like to know what the fuck you think about this movie because yes, I'm a huge Christian Wake fan. I love Christian Wake. He's hilarious, dog. I was really happy to see her, and I'm a big Pedro Pascal fan, of course, Mandalorian himself. They did some great, they did a great job, fool. They did a great job acting, fool, but I don't know. I don't know if it's connected. I don't know how it connected, but let's hope it did, right? Let's hope it did. But I don't know how, I, I, I wouldn't recommend a movie I'm trying to tell you. That's it. I'm, I'm cool. I'm straight. Um, you know what movie I did see? Just see Puro Puro Pinche Panzazo way, chilling on, on Christmas Eve at, the, at, my, at my family's house. They put on Greenland. Greenland with that fool from uh, 300. El Pinche Australian fool. Ese way, uh, Gerard Butler. Ese compa way. He did, I didn't even hear, I didn't even know about this movie. Dog, he's put it on, everyone wants to know Greenland. I'm like, ah, right, come on, that for a little fucking, you know, geographical fucking, you know, teachings. And uh, that movie's cool. It's about the end of the world. It's like an Independence Day, you know. Meteors are like Armageddon. Meteors are coming, and there's no Bruce Willis to save us in this world. So all these meteors are coming. But it was well done. The CGI was great. I think the story was pretty cool. Uh, it was very entertaining. I loved every little twist and turn the movie had. Uh, it was it was really, I recommend that. I actually recommend that movie. That movie was cool. The, the girlfriend, the hot girlfriend from Deadpool was in it. Uh, speaking of beautiful, oh, between her and Wonder Woman. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Um, that was a great movie. I thought, I, I thought it was pretty realistic, how it was set up. Uh, I don't want to spoil it too much because I know, I, I, I spoiled a little bit of Soul and, and fucking Wonder Woman because they're free right there for a while. They're right there. Just go watch them. But Greenland is actually supposed to be in the theater. We saw a bootleg actually on one of those fucking fire stick bootlegs uh, things. So I know not a, pe- not a people have seen this movie. But uh, I recommend it. I don't want to say too much about it, but I definitely recommend it. High action, good action, good CGI, good stories, good lines. It was funny here and there. I enjoyed it, dog. I enjoyed it. Fool. So let me know what you think if you guys saw it. Other than that, guys, uh, I'm going to wrap it up here, fool. going to wrap it up, wrap up the year. Uh, I'm gonna wrap it up like I shared up three times when I got these people pregnant. But, uh, it's been a, it was a fucking crazy year though, right? Crazy year. Um, I don't wanna take, I don't wanna say I took a step back in comedy, but any year that I don't move forward in comedy is really a lost year for me, and that's what 2020 was this year, bro. Um, uh, but I'm not gonna fucking put any blame on that. You just gotta keep moving forward. 
I have been meeting with people. I've been talks with HBO still, and I don't want to say too much, but I'm in talks with people here and there. We're trying to figure something out for next year, and they're interested in having a, a either a 30 or a one-hour special for me. So I've been writing, and uh, nothing's in stone, nothing's signed yet, but there's talks where, like, hey, how soon can you get us something if, we're, if when shit opens up, we want, things are going to happen fast kind of thing, kind of stuff. So just get ready. And uh, I, I'm a little bit low-key excited about that. Obviously nervous because I haven't been on stage much. But and I but I, I want nothing more than just do another special, dog. I really want another special, do it better, stronger, funnier. And whether it's a 30-minute or an hour special, uh, I want to get it done and and move, keep moving, keep this career going, man. Uh, other than that, I'm excited to get back on stage. Uh, the only real show that I have right now is February 10th. Houston Improv, I'll be there, and then we're still working on other dates after that. I actually do have a a, a virtual show, man, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, nah, but I do have a virtual show with the Laugh Factory. They hit me up to do Chocolate Sundays. Uh, those are cool shows because, obviously, you know, it's, it's African-American night, Negrito night, and there's a lot of funny-ass fools that pop in. We've had some big motherfuckers pop in in the past, you know, and so I don't know how the virtual shows are working and with that, as far as pop-ins are concerned, but they're usually great shows, and I'll be doing that January 3rd, Sunday, Jan the first Sunday of Jan of 2021. I want to start on the right foot. That's why I agreed to do it, and I'll be on that shit. Virtual, Lab Factory, uh, I, I don't have much information, and I'll post it up on my IG, on my story, and my feed, and, uh, and again, you can watch it from home. There's no, there's no Sunday Night Football, I believe. I think we're done with Sunday Night Football. So, Come check me out, all right? Check me out. You can watch it from anywhere, anywhere, all right? Get on that fucking laptop, on the phone, whatever, all right? But I want to see you in person in Houston, ladies and gentlemen. Houston, February 10th. I'll be out there. Get your tickets. I believe the, the tickets are on sale now. I'll have some flyers made and stuff like that. I still got some web-owned shirts on sale. Please send me. I actually only have a few left. I only have big sizes left. All my smalls, mediums, and larges are gone. I may have one of each, or very little. I, like, I, I, last time I checked, my inventory was it was pure big sizes. And so, but hey, hit me up. Uh, thank you for everything. Thank you for all the well, all the Merry Christmases and stuff like that. The texts, the messages, the DMs, bro. I, 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 I really appreciate that. I hope you guys liked that video I did with Nikki G. Nicky G and I, Nicky G got this present, he got a microphone, right? And he was really excited about his microphone, it echoes and it does fucking sounds and shit like that. So we went to the store and he took it and right there and then we decided to do a video. Uh, I was with, I was with my baby's mama, shout out to Samantha, my baby's mama, was us three hanging out, doing a little family thing, you know. And she's like, I'll shoot it. And I kind of came, I came up with the idea, like, hey, I, we should do, like, I'm the worst dad ever, like, the day after Christmas, and I'm, like, the worst dad because I didn't come through for the kids, like I said I was, and, you know, making them laugh, and I'm making Nikki, you have to let, the thing with Nikki, you have to have them, like, buy into it and get them excited, right? And you got excited, so, like, you, you know, you me like a reporter that comes up to me and tells me I'm the worst dad ever, and just that made them laugh. And so we went, we took it from there and uh, took a few takes. 
a lot of distractions, of course. That's why the sound wasn't that uh, great, but, uh, you know, the fucking carritos and then people, the fan of the doors you walk in was loud as fuck. Those shot it at uh, Vons in, uh, in Glendora. My baby's mom was at, my baby's mom was at, and we're out there. And so, uh, yeah, it was fun. And she edited it. Shout out to her. She edited it. And uh, she did a great job, right? Short, sweet, simple, on the fly. And, I mean, we shot it the same day. It was two hours later. It was being dropped. So it was fun. It was damn fun. I'm on TikTok. Follow me on TikTok. Um, I put up like four videos. Not gone viral yet. So I have no idea why. I cannot figure it out. Uh, but, uh, they've been, I don't know, I'm just trying to figure out TikTok, I'm just having fun with it, I guess, you know, I'm giving it a shot, I know it's a kid's game, I'm just there, hanging out, but, follow me on TikTok, I'm trying to step that game up, 2021, full show, and, uh, hit me up, yo, you guys have a great New Year's, we're going all out New Year's with my fans, just us, again, but, we're gonna fucking even, thinking about shooting guns up in the air, so, fuck it, right, fingers from out anyway, and, uh, We'll see what's up, but you guys stay safe. You guys be good and take care of yourselves, man. I'll see you guys on the other side of this fucking crazy calendar year. All right, have a great one. Peace.